If the Sun Devils somehow plan to beat USC this Saturday, these are the three things they need to do. We're going to talk about it on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thanks, as always, for tuning in, making us your first listen of the day. And a special shout-out to my everydayers who are here every day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing yourself with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at JaceMedical.com. That's J-A-S-E Medical.com. If the Sun Devils somehow want to pull off a win against USC, look, is it impossible? Technically, no. Is it improbable? A hundred and ten thousand percent, million percent, billion, trillion percent. There's a lot of things that need to go right for the Sun Devils in this game. If they if they plan on winning. And again, it's not impossible. I mean, last year when ASU played USC in the Coliseum, they found a way to make that game entertaining. You know, they lost by, I think, three possessions, but I want to say it was like a 42 to 25 loss. Like, it was a closer game than people were going to give them credit for. Now, granted, this is a very different team. Than what we saw last year. There's a lot of guys who are no longer with this program. And there's a lot of guys for USC who have joined the program or are returning to the program. It's just a good team. So for ASU to pull this off, there's a lot of things that need to go right for the team. Offensively, defensively, special teams, coaching, all of it. And that's what we're going to break down. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you can see on the right-hand side of your screen the three keys to victory for the Sun Devils. Let's go ahead and break them down. It starts off with throwing Caleb Williams off of his rhythm. Like, this is about as monumental a task as I can possibly think of for any team, let alone the Sun Devils. Caleb Williams is so far and away the best quarterback in all of college football right now and one of, if not the, best players. In college football, he won the Heisman last year. He's already a heavyweight favorite to win it again this year. He's playing out of his mind. He is the slam dunk number one overall pick in the 2024 draft. It's not even close. It doesn't matter who's picking. It doesn't matter if you perceivably have a quarterback. You're drafting Caleb Williams. This guy's insane. And his supporting cast is insane, too. He's got a plethora of receivers to throw the ball to. Taj Washington, Deuce Robinson, Brendan Rice, Dorian Singer, Mario Williams, Zachariah Branch. Like it's it's an it's an embarrassment of riches that he has here. And they're doing just enough in their run game too to get the job done. 
Marshawn Lloyd, Austin Jones, Quentin Joyner. Like they have so many different weapons that they have at their disposal for Caleb Williams. And it would be very difficult for anyone to not be able to get the maximum out of this offense. But then you have Caleb Williams here and the sky's the limit. You suddenly have six receivers who all feel like threats, who all feel like they could be a number one option for this team. Six guys who could be a number one option. That's insane. You've got a run game that is really doing a lot of heavy lifting. They're averaging just under seven yards of carry as a team. Keep in mind that Mario Williams has a loss of negative four yards on his single carry for the year. So they're probably averaging right at seven yards of carry, or at least you could round up to it. So with an offense that does everything from throwing the ball to running the ball and pass protecting, Caleb's only been sacked three times this year in three games. It's going to take a lot. But again, it's not impossible. The way the Sun Devils defense has been able to play this year, it feels like they can go toe-to-toe with a lot of different teams. There's a lot of guys who have really stepped up, and most notably has been Jordan Clark as the nickel corner, who has absolutely embraced the role as the as the starting corner, safety, nickel, whatever, but also as a true veteran leader of this team. Jordan Clark is the guy. You look to leadership, you look to somebody that's going to be able to rally the troops, and it's number one on the defensive side of the football. This guy is the epitome of what you look for out of a guy who is going to be the vocal leader and somebody who leads by example on the football field. He rallies the troops. He's he's not just for the defense. He gets the guys together on offense and he hypes them up and he gets them ready to go. So Jordan Clark is going to be the guy this week that you're really going to need to get these guys motivated and have them believing that they can pull off this upset. Because if he's able to get those guys believing, then you do have a chance. What you need to do though, is you need to absolutely get into your bag and pull off the best defensive effort that you possibly can. Jordan Clark is going to be so important in this game, especially when you look at all the receivers that they have. They're going to need him to find a way to be able to bite down on this opposing offense and find a way to limit the Taj Washingtons, the Deuce Robinsons, the Dorian Singers of this world. You got to find a way to minimize that damage that they're inevitably going to cause to you. You need to find a way up front to be able to hold the line of scrimmage and control and dictate how the run game is going to go. Because if you let an Austin Jones or a Marshawn Lloyd start to get going on you, it's going to be a long day that allows the offense to be able to set up the pass and especially the deep ball. They're they're going to do their best to take advantage of every level of the defense for the Sun Devils. They're, They're going to do everything in their power to make it so the Sun Devils can't key in on one aspect of the game. They're going to want to run the ball very well so that you can't stack the box. They're they're going to want to be able to, or excuse me, I have it backwards. They want to be able to run the ball well so you can't drop seven in the coverage. And they want to be able to pass the ball well enough that you can't stack the line of scrimmage. That's going to be their goal, is to be able to take advantage both on the run or on the ground and through the air. Naturally, that's every team's advantage, but when you have an offense like USC's that can just beat you in every single way, 
this is going to be the goal for them. And especially against the Sun Devils defense, that has been very good this year. USC is going to want to find a way to be able to do that damage. The best way for the Sun Devils to be able to find a way to minimize that is to get Caleb Williams off of his rhythm. How do you do that? You find ways to get him out of the pocket. You find ways to be able to bring him down for sacks. And even then, even then, he's so dynamic on the run. You want to find a way to be able to force incompletions, whether it's errant passes or maybe it's just tight coverage that forces Caleb to hold on to the ball a little bit longer that allows a Prince Dorma or a, a BJ Green to be able to clean it up for a sack. It's a lot to ask, man. It really is. But for what it's worth, Caleb Williams entered last year's game against the Sun Devils without an interception, and we got the first interception of the year off of him via Tamarcus Davis. Maybe we can do the same because through three games, he's 12 touchdowns and zero interceptions. Maybe we get another interception off of him. Maybe we're the team that finds a way to start finding the wrinkles in this offense. It's not impossible. It's just very improbable. In order to secure a victory against USC, this is one of the biggest, most monumental tasks that is going to be assigned specifically to the defense is finding a way to get Caleb Williams off the field. You want to be able to force those errant passes, the off-script, off-schedule kind of plays, and also find a way to be able to win those because if even if you roll him out, he might be able to find a way to beat you with it. You just need to find a way to be able to minimize the damage that he can do. If you can minimize that damage, you're going to have a chance in this game. But again, that is an absolutely monumental task you're assigning. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have that medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout. That's jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E, medical.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Guys, if you're looking for the absolute best place to get your content before the kickoff of the of the week, you got to go to Locked On. They have the Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every single Every single Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on all of the Locked On College YouTube channels. It's college football kickoff live. They have they have playoff implications, conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can provide, including insight and analysis from a stable of Locked On College hosts that cover their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on any college football YouTube channel for Locked On. You won't want to miss it. Back into our conversation now, and the next thing that the Sun Devils need to find a way to minimize in this game, they're going to need that consistency on offense. They're going to need to find a way to 
do something. You have gone six consecutive quarters without scoring any points. Six consecutive quarters, not just touchdowns, points in general. You've been shut out. That absolutely can't happen against USC. Because if you find yourself down 14 nothing, honestly, this game might be over. If you find yourself down 21 nothing, kiss a goodbye. 28 nothing, get ready for another embarrassing blowout. And those are real possibilities, too, with the way that USC plays football on offense. If you're able to find that consistency on defense, then, yeah, you, you do have a chance here, right? It's not necessarily impossible for you to be able to keep up if the defense is doing its job. But that also means that the offense has to be executing. The biggest part has to be the turnovers. And we'll talk more about the errors that the team can make a little later on here. But the offense needs to find a way to be able to get points pretty consistently. You can't have three and out drives. You can't have drives that consistently stall out, not unless your defense is forcing USC to punt the football. And for what it's worth, I don't think USC is really doing a lot of punting this year. I cannot find their punting stats because I'm on ESPN right now. But I can't imagine that Eddie Jabliski is doing a lot of punting for USC this year, if any at all. You need to find a way to be able to do that, but you also need to find a way to not be doing that for your side of the football. It doesn't matter who's under under center for the quarterback. I safely presume Trenton Bourget is not going to be in this game. And Drew Pine, if he is, has a very realistic chance to not be overly great under center, considering he is dealing with another core muscle injury. Jacob Conover has a very good shot to be in this game at some point in time. No matter who's under center, though, you need those guys to find a way to run the offense efficiently. And another thing that's going to be going hand-in-hand with this is the play calling. I know that Kenny Dillingham had kind of alluded to him wanting to be able to call some more plays on offense and to be able to get his fingerprints a little more on, on the play calling that's going on. And I think that that's an absolute necessity at this point in time is having Kenny Dillingham get this, get this team rolling in the way that he wants to have them rolling. It's not a shot at Bo Baldwin. It's simply, we need to get the offense rolling. And if Kenny Dillingham can find a way to be able to help do that, then you need to have him out there. It's as simple as that with Kenny Dillingham, hopefully having more say in what's going on with the offense. Perhaps you can get some stuff going. We've seen the effect that Dillingham can have on offenses before at his previous stops. Arizona State has equal talent from what he's worked with. At the quarterback position, no, definitely not. They're not Jordan Travis. They're not Bo But as far as like weapons go, the Sun Devils have about as good a weapons as you're going to find. You have two number one receivers. You've got Elijah Badger. You've got Xavier Guillory. You've got one of the best tight ends in the conference, let alone the country, in Jalen Conyers. You've got a really good backfield that has Cameron Scadaboo and several other highly talented kids like Kyson Brown and Tevin White. The Carlos Brooks, I assume, is also going to be out this week. When you've got all those weapons, you should be able to run an offense that is able to consistently be able to move the ball and get points on the board, whether it's three points, six points, seven points, whatever. In theory, 
So you need to find that kind of consistency with the play calling, but also be able to find it with the guys who are running the plays. You know, the guys under center, Drew Pine, Jacob Conover, whoever it is, they need to be able to run this offense efficiently because if they can't find a way to do that, then you're going to be in a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of trouble coming up here. There are more than enough weapons to be able to execute this offense. And USC doesn't necessarily have a world beater defense. They have a very average unit on the defensive side of the football. They're not forcing a ton of turnovers. I think they've got an interception and a couple fumble recoveries, but they also haven't really played anyone this year. So the level of competition is not necessarily there for them. Uh, Sack department, they've got eight, which is fine. But again, realize the quality of competition they're going up against and also realize the Sun Devils have nine in the last two games. Sun Devils have a better defense. Sue me. I mean that. Put it in pen. The Sun Devils have a better defense than USC. However, USC's offense is just in a completely other galaxy compared to what Arizona State's is. So this is where you need your offense to be able to get that consistency moving forward. It's not just about turnovers here. It's about play calling. It's about execution. If the Sun Devils are able to find a way to be able to do this on a consistent basis, find a way to not be punting on every single drive, find a way to run more than three play drives. Like, honestly, even if you're not getting points out of a drive, find a way to give your defense a little bit of a break. Find a way to give your defense a chance to catch your breath. If you can do that, that's going to infinitely increase your odds to be able to be in this game, let alone find a way to win it. So for the Sun Devils on the offensive side of the football, it's really just going to be about finding some consistency in all of those aspects. The NFL season is here, as we all know, and you should be using FanDuel America's number one sportsbook for all of your wagering. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, you got to do it. The app is easy to use. There's a wide variety of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. One more time, wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content, which is Monday through Friday, free and available on all platforms. Final aspect here for the Sun Devils. In order to win this game, you need to find a way to minimize your errors. I mentioned earlier that you need to find a way to minimize the amount of turnovers you get, but it's not just turnovers. This is so much bigger than turnovers. Obviously, that has a lot to play with it. Arizona State turned the ball over eight times last week. You're not beating Northern Arizona University with eight turnovers. If you think you're going to beat USC with eight turnovers, you're wrong. If you commit four four penalties, four turnovers against USC, you're going to lose. If you commit two penalties, very good chance you lose. If you commit one penalty, still a very good chance you lose. Are they going to have a flawless game? No. I believe that this is definitely going to be a team that turns the ball over more than once. But you need to find a way to minimize 
those kind of errors. And if you commit those errors, you need the defense to find a way to not give up the chunk plays, not be a team that is consistently allowing the USC offense to convert third and longs, right? It's more than just turnovers. It's minimizing errors in general. So it's not committing turnovers. It's not allowing really big sacks that put you so far behind the six. It's about getting that protection on third down as well. It's about executing your blocks and not allowing a USC defensive line that's got some really talented players like Bear Alexander to be able to get into the backfield and ruin everything that you've got going on. It's about penalties. Making sure that you're not committing boneheaded penalties. Making sure you don't have a really bad pass interference that gives USC a first down after a third and 10. It's making sure that you're not grabbing the face mask. You're not targeting, right? Keep that head up. Do not target. Because if you lose a guy like Jordan Clark or BJ Green, God forbid, you're going to be in really, really bad territory. It's also about the offensive side of the football, the holding penalties, the false starts. Let's be honest. There's going to be a lot of USC fans at this game. At borderline, might be another home game for USC. False starts are going to be huge. They're going to be absolutely massive. And you've got an offensive line that's going through a lot of changes right now with injuries to Isaiah Glass, Emmett Bully. There's, there's so much going on that has not given you any kind of continuity going on there. So you need to find a way to be able to get these guys to step up and play near flawless football. Is it going to be flawless? No, but you need them to have that mentality that we're going to play flawless football. So yes, there's going to be penalties. Of course there are, but you can't commit eight, nine, 10, 11 penalties. You can't do that. You're going to lose to anyone, let alone USC. So you got to clean up the penalties. You've got to clean up the turnovers and the mistakes, the mental errors. Don't drop the football. Don't fumble the football. Secure everything. Think about making the first step of the play before you worry about the next step. So ball comes your way. Focus on making the catch before you focus on making a break into the open field. I don't care if you're 30 yards wide open, right? I don't care if nobody is in your zip code. The first thing you need to focus on is catching the football. You can't have the mental errors and the lapses that are going to cost you this game. It needs to be step by step by step. Committing any kind of errors, you guys, whether it's drops, turnovers, penalties, whatever, minimize them. The more you commit, it's just going to make this game so much more difficult. So much more difficult. More difficult than you need to make it. Just take it one play at a time, one moment at a time. Find a way to do that. You're going to get there. Offensively, got to be smart. Defensively, got to be able to understand where the chains are. You got to be able to create pressure. Even then, this is a very difficult game. This is a game that absolutely nobody will be expecting you to win. The diehard Sun Devil fans, 
will have a hard time believing that you could possibly win this football game. It's not impossible, but it is incredibly improbable. But if you want to beat those odds, then you need to find a way to get Caleb Williams off his rhythm. You need to find a way to get that consistency on offense. And you need to minimize any and all errors, whether it's on the on the play itself, what you're doing, or in the penalty department. You find a way to do those three things, you might just have a chance in this game. What do you guys think? Is, is this all for naught? Zay, as you have a chance in this game, do you think that they can pull off the upset? Let me know in the comments on YouTube. You can hit me up on Twitter as well at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sunnivals. But thanks as always for tuning in. Wherever you get your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content Monday through Friday, free and available on all platforms. I will see you guys tomorrow as Spencer McLaughlin joins me to break down Pac-12 play. Till then, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sunday.